content warning. This week we are discussing the secrets of Santa Claus, so if you have little ones listening with you, we suggest you skip from minutes 40 to 50 in the podcast, or wait until they have gone to bed. This week, join us as we discuss Christmas, birthday parties, the importance of giving in the holiday season, and most importantly, Halloween. So, pour a glass of wine, lock the bathroom door, and take a deep breath. Welcome to the 80s Mom Podcast. Welcome back to the 80s Mom Podcast. My name is Ray. My name is Cecily. And we're two stay-at-home moms who like to have candid conversations about all of the stuff we've learned over our combined... Let's see. 25 years of parenting. Mm, yep. Yep. 13, 8, and 4. It's 25. Dear Lord, save us all. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by rum and coke and whatever wine Cecily is drinking. Um, It's red. That's all I remember. <laughs> because moms... When having a handed conversation with each other, drink. Because it's fun. And we are legally of age, I would hope. <laughs> yes. And I think this week we need to go ahead and have a disclaimer. We are two stay-at-home moms. And anything that we say is for taken for entertainment value only. And we recommend you do your own research before making any decisions. Because, Yeah. <laughs> These are all just based on yes. us. <laughs> if you have any questions about anything we've said, you can totally email us at show at 80smompodcast.com and I will get back to you as soon as I see it. But otherwise, please do your own research and if you have any problems or are looking for resources, just send us an email and I will send you what I've got because sometimes I have research quite often that's on a lot of things yeah I thought we should have that last week and forgot because budgeting <laughs> this week however we're going to talk about holiday traditions gifts and why experiences are always better than having more stuff in the house isn't that right Cecily yes experiences are also way more expensive <laughs> Which is my reason. <laughs> I wouldn't think experiences are more expensive. It depends on, you know, well, it, what it you consider. Well, it depends on the experience. I mean, our our children will absolutely use the heck out of a state museum membership. Right. So, and we will use the heck yeah. out of a Magic House membership. But experiences aren't just, you know, like, passes. It can also be the grandparents yeah. taking her... <laughs> Taking Xandria for a weekend up country to go fishing. Yeah. And to me, that's worth more than a toy she's going to forget about in 20 minutes anyway. Yes. First, we're going to talk about Halloween because it is COVID year. If I sound a little rough this week, I am being killed by my allergies. So please bear with me while I suffer along with you having to listen to me sounding like crud. <laughs> Uh, so Halloween during COVID year, I see people putting out decorations and it makes me all happy. And then I remember that like nobody will, are going to take their kids trick or treating this year, probably, which is depressing to me. 
Yeah. Well, our house never gets trick-or-treaters anyway. We don't either. We're um on a fairly enclosed street here in St. Louis. I wish we did, but we don't. Also, we have Xandria, and she's four, so we're never home on Halloween anyway. <laughs> we would be this year, but we're switching up traditions this year, and <laughs> I rented an Airbnb in Illinois for me and you and our three kids. And it's going to be absolutely ridiculous. It's going to be awesome. And it's yes. not expensive. Like, you asked me how much I had planned for it, and I'm like, 200 bucks. So, like, it's junk food and movies and art supplies. I got Halloween art and coloring books and stuff, and we'll just toss markers and crayons at them and let them go go for it. <laughs> even the 13-year-old is going to be like, ooh, crafts! Yes. We don't need anything Things structured. color. Yeah. Like... It doesn't have to be, I mean, it's kind of a big thing because we rented an Airbnb, but the Airbnb was $42 a night, which is cheaper than a hotel room. And since it's an that entire is, yes. house, we don't have to necessarily worry about being super loud with three kids. So it's, There's it's, going to be lots of Zandria screaming, Patrick. Yes. Actually, could... not so much screaming as quietly mumbling while holding onto his hand. Yes, they are so cute. They are. It's the favorite. most adorable thing. She will be so happy to see him this week, maybe. I can't remember when he's coming back from Galva. Tomorrow. Oh, okay. Uh, no, Saturday. Saturday. I don't know what day of the week it is either. Um. Yeah, I I keep thinking that it's it's tomorrow, and and then I forget that it's not Wednesday. I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, this year has been so bad. And it I think it's hardest it's hardest on the littles. I mean it's hardest yes. on P it's hard on P too, but he will stay in his room and watch stuff on his phone, so it's not like Yes. Horrendous, but he really needs to get out. <laughs> yeah, he was telling me the other day that it's it's so weird because he doesn't like to go places, but now he wants to have places to go. Because it used to be that he didn't want to go places, but there were places to go. And now there aren't even places to go. Yeah. And now he would like to go places. <laughs> I know that feeling. Although I like going places, but that's why I picked up working for the census. And goodness only knows what Christmas will look like, because I don't know that it'll be any better by then. I'm just so done with all of this mess. Well, we never go anywhere for Christmas anyway, except for visiting one set of grandparents or the other. We go see the lights at the Botanical Garden, usually. That sounds like fun. It is fun. Garden glue, that's what it's called. And it's it's really cool. But if social distancing is still a thing, I... no. Nope. I'm not wearing a mask well, outside. Well, if, out, if it's outdoors... Yeah, it's outside, but I don't want somebody forcing me to wear a mask outside in the cold when I already can't breathe. I would think a scarf would make a really good mask. I've been wondering that. Because I've got all those head wrap scarves that I used to wrap my hair. Yeah. Just kind of do a hijab. It's a mask. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. Or it's not a he. It's called something else. 
But I can't remember. I think Nikob. Nikob. Is the. Yeah. I don't remember. That's okay. I don't remember either. I know, but I can't. I I'm only pulling up the Jewish word for head wrap, which is tell. <laughs> Um, which are what I wear, but, oh, I can't remember what the one that covers most of your face is called anymore. So for Christmas, like, our traditions involve a lot of family. It <laughs> Thanksgiving weekend, Jason and his dad have Friday off, although his dad will be retired this year, so it doesn't apply so much. But they have Black Friday off, so starting on the day before Thanksgiving, we start baking. And we cook like a huge meal. And we bake from that Wednesday all the way until Sunday night. Wow. They bake all kinds of stuff. Most of which I cannot eat. Because that's a thing. That is impressive. And well, also way more baking than I ever do. It's a lot of baking. Um... And we do that, like, every weekend for the Christmas season, usually. We probably will this year because his sister is moving back from Oregon. She'll be back tomorrow, I think. Awesome. It is very awesome. Bless me. I'm so glad because she, she was near Portland, and I've been worried. So I'm glad she's coming back. Oh, yeah. Um... And I haven't gotten to see my nephew. How old is he? Uh, almost. He'll be two next year. Oh, that is a fun age. Yeah. He and Xandria will have some fun. The two, the two Xanders will have fun. He. <laughs> Which I think is hilarious. Like, do we have to name our next child some form of Xander too? <laughs> <laughs> Alejandro. There. Now they're all named Alexander-ish. Alexis. I thought of that. <laughs> Although then I think everybody's Amazon stuff would go nuts whenever they're in the house. Oh, right. Well, no, that's Alexa. Oh, that's right. This would depend on how well she differentiates. Yeah. So, <laughs> baking, do. So much baking. And then normally, like last year, me and Zandria were cookie elves. And we took cookies to both of her therapists and both of um, the librarians we saw weekly for story time. Aww. We took them all, like, a assorted plate of cookies and stuff, which I really like doing. I never got to do stuff like this because my mom never did, like, anything. Aww. So I'm trying to build in, like, you know, being charitable and giving things away. It's not all about getting things. Yeah. Which I try to minimize as much as possible because I don't need more stuff. She does not need more stuff. Nobody needs more stuff. We just want more stuff. <laughs> and what we want and what we need are all not the same thing, especially when you're on a budget. Which after last yeah. week, hopefully you are. Everybody should be yes. on a budget. My budget is lovely. I'm very, very pleased with my budget. We have two months in everything except for the um, cr the consolidated debt loan. So we have two months of cushion in everything. Because I did the budget That's awesome. the day after we did our talk. And 
it like it made me so happy. I just looked at the credit card bill and I went poof paid and I was like it feels so good to be <laughs> able to look at a credit card bill and go poof paid. Yes. So that that's been that's been nice. It also gives me a little bit of wiggle room for Christmas, which is nice cuz normally it's just like the last few years since we had Zandria, it's been pretty much nothing. Oh. So we just don't have extra money. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we're I don't know what we're doing if anything this year. She gets so much stuff from other people though. It Yes. She gets a love from me. And tolerance. Yes. <laughs> tolerance counts for a lot. Yeah. Lots and lots of tolerance. Although I've missed being a stay at home mom. I do not envy Moms who have to go out and work every day. I do not envy them at all. After doing it for two months, I don't think I ever want to do that again. <laughs> My house was a disaster. I spent all day cleaning. Yeah, I have I have absolutely no idea how working moms do anything. I couldn't do anything. That's how I did it. I yeah. didn't. There were, I, I couldn't do anything. It was... I felt like I was letting Xandria down. I was letting my husband down. I was letting myself down. The house was a mess. I couldn't cook anything. I didn't have any energy when I got home. And it was... I don't know how working moms do it. It's certainly not either of our preferences for how we live our life. Because I like... I heard I heard this phrase earlier this week and I really, really liked it. Uh, husband brings in the bacon and we cook it. Yes. And yeah, I'm, I, I'm I way really... too lazy for a job. <laughs> You're not lazy. <laughs> you have well... a child with autism. You are anything but lazy. Oh, he's the easy one. <laughs> this is also well, true. Well, I mean, because he's, he's the one who quietly reads and doesn't want to do anything. He... Although, I mean, the, we, we need to work on the doesn't want to do anything part. We'll get there. It's okay. Uh, yeah. It's, it's still it's but it's hard. And then you have the then you have the one who's like my daughter who's super hyperactive and you guys could totally use a trampoline, which is like the most awesome thing oh, yeah. that we have in the backyard. Oh yeah. She is a trampoline. I think she's it's it's like inbuilt <laughs> somehow. She is a trampoline child. She is a trampoline in child form. I asked Jason when I was at Walmart earlier this evening, I'm like so, uh, is she in bed and he sends me a picture of her, but she's a blur. She's on the trampoline. I'm like, oh, nope. Nope. Yeah. She's not yep. in bed at all. It's like the exact opposite of asleep. And she didn't nap today. She's been doing ABC Mouse pretty much all day. Which is fine. Well, that's educational. Well, yeah, that's her homeschooling curriculum, and that's fine. And I don't yeah. have a problem with it. It's not like I can have her help me bleach a bathtub. Very true. Which is part of what I did today. Because our bathroom was gross. It really needed cleaned. And it really got cleaned. And it's like, oh, it's so nice to come into a clean bathroom. And it's not like yeah. there was anything super gross about it. It was just not clean. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't like it. And I did like the living room. And I did the dishes and I did the dining room table again although it's still covered in stuff because it is a flat surface 
Yes. And as we all know, horizontal surfaces flat surfaces love stuff. And stuff loves flat surfaces. And stuff loves flat surfaces. So, um, back to Christmas. In which all of the flat surfaces will be covered in stuff. Yes. Baked um, stuff, probably. Yeah. Well, not here. Not, not at our house. That's at my in-laws where they have a bigger kitchen. I have a postage kitchen. It's not as bad as my grandma's, like, vat. Or she has a galley kitchen. So, like, if one Ooh, person... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've seen those. They are... You you couldn't swing a cat in a galley kitchen if you've never seen one. It's kind of like being yeah, on a that's very... that's kind of what my sister has. Yeah, it's like being on a narrow train car. And if you're in the kitchen at the refrigerator and somebody needs past you, there is just... it It's not happening. You kind of have to go out the back door <laughs> wait for them to be yeah. done and go back in the house because they are small. They are long, but they are small. I have way more kitchen than my grandma does. But I don't do a lot of baking in my kitchen because I... D- we have a lot more space than we did if we had left the kitchen the way it was before we moved in. We gutted the kitchen. But I still don't have enough counters to easily do a lot of baking. It makes Well, up. and I don't bake at all. My one big holiday thing is sending cards. And I have resigned myself to the fact that I simply don't bake. And my children do not appear to miss the stereotypical... Lots and lots of baking and sugar cookies and decorating stuff because they already know that I I don't bake. <laughs> Zandria and my likes mom makes way, way more stuff than she ever needs and constantly sends it home with us. So the stuff all gets made by not me in not my kitchen. Zandria likes baking bread with her daddy, which she does a lot. And she'll probably enjoy baking more this year than she has in the past, but she comes and goes. I mean, it's not like, oh, no, you must stay in here. <laughs> she runs in and out of the room because all the adults are talking and we all have wine. and yeah. it's, 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 very, it's a very adult thing. So it's not like it's all that interesting. Although me and her both learned at the same time last year how to make sugar cookies because I'd never done it. I also couldn't eat them, but I was told that they were good. I need to give you my great-grandma's sugar cookie recipe. It's like the perfect that. sugar cookies, except I, I, I can't bake them. They're one of those things where it's like five seconds from not quite done to overdone. And the one year that I tried to make them, it, it, was, it was hilarious. You'd go, okay, they're going to be ready in just a sec. Let me get out my stuff to cool them. And then you turn around and take them out and they're starting to brown. That doesn't always always mean that they're over. It just means that you're, you're not skilled yeah. at baking. But we also have like, his parents have a baker's rack in the kitchen. So if you've never seen one, they're what they have in uh, like professional kitchens that you can put whole-sized cookie sheets on. I mean, we also put halves, and halves are what most people have in their kitchen, but they have whole mm-hmm. cookie sheets, and you put whole cookie sheets on wow. them to cool stuff um, so we don't have to, like, set up cooling racks and oh, stuff. Oh, those things. 
yeah, they're just like a big, they're yeah. like a shelf, except for the shelf is the cookie sheets. Yeah. It is like the most freaking amazing thing ever, as long as you don't accidentally run into it when the sheets are hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, I've never done that, but I would assume it would be less than pleasant. But that is like the most awesome thing ever, and I'm jealous for the fact that they have room, because I could not put one anywhere in my house. But they also have like 2,000 square feet, whereas we have 800, so our house is tiny. Yeah. So other traditions that we have. Uh, one I recommend most definitely, and I will, I will tell you what it is, and then I will tell you why. We do gifting okay. at Christmas in rounds. So the person playing Santa... Um, they hand out gifts. Usually it's my sister-in-law, Ronnie, but she's been in Oregon the last couple of years, so she hasn't been around. So it's been, I think I did it one year and then I don't know who did it last year. It could have been me. I don't remember, but usually it's her and we missed her because she's like, that's what she does. Um, and then everybody goes around one at a time and we open one present or sometimes somebody will open like two because we try mm -hmm. to get done, like, everybody has the same amount of rounds. And if somebody got more presents than somebody else, and sometimes somebody opens two. But they open a present, and then we all talk about it. And they talk about what's cool about it, and why they wanted it, and what they're going to do with it, and all of these things. And then the next person opens theirs, and we do that. Which also means that opening cool. presents is not a morning thing. It is an all day thing because <laughs> there are including let's see there's Oma and Opa and Jason and me and Zandria and Ronnie and her husband and her boy so there's eight of us now and I mean even if there's only like three gifts per person that's like 24 things <laughs> and you have the kids who are goofing yeah. off and they're always going Kids will always have more presents. It's something I had to just swallow when I became a mom, which was kind of hard because <laughs> Christmas for me always sucked until I met Jason and his family. And the first Christmas Aww. I had with them was the first Christmas I got anything I could actually use. Wow. They gave me this huge like antique trunk. It's from the early 1900s. It's what I keep all my yarn in. Oh, and wow. I restored it by hand. Like I restored this trunk. It wasn't in horrendous condition anyway, but it needed, the the um, metal needed taken care of, and the wood was super dry, and it had to be um, restored to a better condition than it was. So I restored it by hand, so this is what I keep all of my yarn in, and it means a lot to me. And like, most of my knitting and crochet stuff came from them over the years, and the otter light I have that I, above my, uh, couch where I sit came from them that I use for all of my handwork. And like a lot of that stuff came from them. And it meant so much to me that somebody actually cared about what I liked to do. And cause I'd only been dating Jason for two months at this point. And I was at his house for Christmas. I had moved in with Jason not long before, but I didn't expect to get anything. They didn't know me. I had only started dating Jason. 
So it just, it meant a lot to me. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, and I love my dad, but he shops in the clearance aisle. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets you stuff that's really useful. He does. He gets a, He gets really useful stuff. It's just usually not stuff that really pertains to what I do. So getting something mm. that's like, has to do with things that I do means a lot to me. Yeah. So I recommend doing that. We we gift in rounds, and I think that is really important because it's not about it's not about giving things. It's about how a person reacts to having been given something. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the hugest part of my Christmas budget is all the people they're going to want to buy presents for. That's yeah. We always have to trim it trim down the list and go well you know if if you start giving presents to that many kids in your class well then you kind of have to give something to everyone and we can't do that (laughs) yeah i have a feeling that xandria is gonna have that problem at some point like wants to give everybody something but we don't have the money to give everybody something yeah but that's why we do cookies (laughs) Yes. Because then... And that's when you start gifting, like, drawings. <laughs> yeah. So far, she hasn't gotten into giving other people stuff yet. But she, but at four, I don't really expect that. So the reason that I like gifting in rounds is the second or third Christmas I was with Jason, we went up to uh, <laughs> my dad's house for Christmas. For some reason, I misremember. And when it came time to open presents, it looked like a pack of jackals. Oh. Going after a dead wildebeest. Wow. After having done it in rounds, I was like, why would you ever do it this way? Because it's like nobody cares what anybody else got, or at least it seems that way. And it was all so fast, and it was just like, oh my god. Wow. I like the slower, takes forever, but everybody gets to enjoy everything. Even when most of what I got last year were Joanne's gift cards. Let me tell you, every time I opened a Joanne's gift card, I was like the happiest freaking person you ever did see. (laughs) It's like $200 in Joanne's gift cards. And if you're not a crafter, you don't understand, but that is like amazing. Yes. That is a wonderful holiday. Oh, yeah. And since the yarn, go, they have their big yarn sale in January. Well, you can imagine where all of my uh, gift cards are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's perfect timing. Oh, yeah. And another thing about gifting in rounds is in our family, um, they like to write riddles or clues on the gift tags. So it'll say, like... To help you climb Mount Olympus was one that I sent Jason one year. Uh, And it had like some really strong uh, filament in it that sometimes climbers Hmm. will use. I can't remember. It was a while ago. And then my mother-in-law gave me one that said... um, when you can't afford to buy, and she had gotten me the DVD for rent. Ha! 
So it's stuff like that. And it's really fun, especially before Christmas when you're looking at the presents under the tree and you read the tags. It's <laughs> it's just it's it's fun and it's not just you're not just getting things like you're yeah. spending time with people, which I always think is more important. Yep. I had fun with um some of the kids' presents. One time I got um there's this couple at church that always gives me a ridiculous amount of money for the kids. Aww. And so, you know, that's when you go to the store in the mall that sells things like large stuffed scorpions because Patrick really likes big stuffed invertebrate things. And I got a scorpion and I the box I put it in, I put all sorts of labels on it with, you know, cautious, you know, caution, may be venomous, you know, easily scared, be gentle, etc. Oh, that's so cool. And then he opened it and it was a scorpion and it was just like, big happy Patrick Grin. Yeah. I usually make Xandria something. Uh, because I often have a plethora of yarn and a, not a lot of money. Yep. But we make by. That's one reason I haunt Salvation Army in the months leading up to Christmas. Is because I have a list of, you know, things that they would love if I could make. And also a list of the base animals that I could turn into that. You are so awesome. And- at making it's like, things. Okay, if I can just find a polar bear, I know I can do this. <laughs> I I envy you. I can't do that. I mean, however, having said that, I can make knitted. I can make crocheted yes. like Amis that you can't make. But I can't like yeah. look at it used toy and go, oh, I could cut this bit off and sew this bit on and then turn a lemur into an eye eye. Yes. Which we were talking about the other day. And add wings to things. And add wings to things. And turn a male Power Ranger into a female Power Ranger. That was easy. That was a skirt. I know, but who would think about doing that? (laughs) And he's like, oh, well, I don't... But but they're all male. Well, here's a skirt, and now it's a female. (laughs) Yup. And a princess. And a prince. Well... Everybody's a princess. Yes. You know in the original Zhu Ranger series that they used the footage from for the American Power Rangers? Mm. The pink Power Ranger is a princess. I did not know that. I did know that they butchered a Japanese show for the American version of Power Rangers, though. Yeah, which is why everything show is so awesome. Which is why, like, they go from being at, like, an urban school to, like, the middle of nowhere surrounded by rocks. Exactly. Japan. Yes. Because I grew up on that one. Because <laughs> I'm old. I loved that Power Ranger. I, I don't remember which one was my favorite. It might have been the pink one, but I kind of don't think it was. Hashtag unpopular opinion. We didn't have a TV when it was on TV the first time. So, like, we watched it to make fun of it when I was in high school. <laughs> We did have TV, fortunately. Or unfortunately. 
Like, we're, we are unplugged. I don't think I've had cable since I was in college. And I only had it because I lived on an apartment on campus and we got cable with the apartment. It's really fun having, you know, a limited idea of what everyone else is talking about when it comes to pop culture stuff. Yeah. And people <laughs> who are my age know, like, all of this stuff. And I'm like, oh, I think that was on when we didn't have a TV. <laughs> and then people look at you funny and it's like, what? Those cost money and we we didn't have any TV service, so... I mean, I'd probably be one of those people that, like, renting movies was a big thing for us. So Back when the family video was, like, 300 square feet. I'm not even kidding. That was... It was in such a small building. Like, the building is still there, but nobody believes me that family video used to be in there. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. My grandparents rented a VCR once, and it was really, really cool. That That would be... I remember wanting to rent, like, video game consoles. I think this was before you could even do it. Wishing you could do that. I'm thinking for the Halloween party, I'm thinking about buying a Blu-ray player. Wow. The prices have gone down quite a bit. That's, that's good. They're under 100 Not by much, but they are under 100 And our PS3 um, is starting to go bad. Ah. Uh... And, so it's sort of the kind of thing you would need anyway. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be kind of frivolous because we only have one TV. But I was looking at it because I'm like, it would really just behoove me to have a Blu-ray player. Because now that we have the PS3, we have Blu-rays, which means I can't just buy a DVD player, even though like 90% of our stuff is DVD. Because we didn't go and just replace everything because we don't have a lot of money. And dumping money into Blu-rays for things we already have DVDs of is stupid. I mean, yes. I know people who do it, but those people also don't have children. <laughs> yeah. I replace DVDs as I have to. Because they go bad. I don't. Which usually means they got scratched all the hell. Because I have children. Yeah. But I've been I've been thinking about doing that. Which is just something that we're we're going to need at some point anyway. And since we don't use the PS3 anymore cuz we bought a smart TV, which also wasn't a whole lot of money, Jason saved up for months to be able to buy himself a better TV. But since we have the smart TV now, we don't need the PS3 to get to YouTube and stuff, so we don't use it. It's actually not even... I'm staring at it. It's not even hooked up right now. It's just sitting there. It weirds me out that game consoles do things besides play games. It's kind of weird, that's isn't it? just weird. <laughs> kind of weird. I remember when they played games, and sometimes you were lucky if you could get them to do that. Yeah. Everybody blow into the thing at the same time. Go... Huh? Blowing into cartridges for, like, the Super Nintendo. Oh, yes. Your husband would know. Ask him. Yes. I, I, I read somewhere story. that actually doesn't do anything. It's It actually it, corrodes it's the It's the stuff. taking it's in bad. and out. Yeah. Blowing on them is bad because it's moisture and you shouldn't... Moisture shouldn't hit the uh, metal bits that are 
there's a word for it I'm not coming up with right now. Um, the... The contacts. Hidden. Yeah, contact. Um, it's not good for them, but, you know, it is what it is. They're still nigh-on destructible. I actually had a manager when I worked at GameStop who had claimed that you could use the, um... You could use a GameCube as a drop anchor on the weekend and play it all week. Like, use it as an anchor for your boat on the weekend and then play it all week. <laughs> wow. Yeah, probably not that indestructible. I don't recommend doing that. <laughs> but they, I've, there were videos floating around from when um, I was working there, and this is like 05. This is like 04, 05. Of, like, people dropping them off of buildings and running over them with cars. And they're pretty dang indestructible. Wow. But Nintendo builds stuff that way. And if you're going to spend money on presents and gifts and stuff like that, and you absolutely have to buy stuff because for some reason you think buying stuff is what you have to do, I recommend investing in things that aren't going to break. Yes. I yes. can't vouch for Wii's. I've been out of the video game industry for a very, very, very long time. Like, almost long enough that it could drink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the older consoles are wonderful. We actually have a Nintendo 64. I just don't have a good way to I hook it up to an HDTV. I think we have one of everything. You do have one of everything. I've seen it. Except for maybe a GameCube. Yeah. I don't think you have a GameCube. I think he has a GameCube emulator. Probably. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that he doesn't have the thing, but he has a chip that has the thing on it that goes into another thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. You just don't physically have the console, but an emulator is the same thing, more or less. I'm yeah, sure there are people basically. who would disagree with me on that, but really, it's the same thing. We just Jason has his Nintendo 64 from when he was younger, and... When I was pregnant with Zandria and he was working the SHOT Show, which is a great big huge, like, um, marksmanship competition. He, I think that's what it was. I can't remember. Uh, he was gone, like, more than 12 hours a day for two weeks. And I was pregnant and I didn't have a driver's license. I didn't have anything to do. So I got his Nintendo 64 and I was playing it. Because I like playing Nintendo 64. And I was playing my PS2 games as well because I had a PS2. Actually, we still have a PS2. We <laughs> <laughs> still also have a PS3, which we were not we didn't use for gaming. We have some games for it, but we don't. We weren't really using it to play games. Not something we really do anymore. Jason plays really old uh, desktop games, like Star Wars, that are like like Star Wars ROMs uh, wow. from the 90s and stuff. Um, but neither of us really play games anymore. We don't have time. We have a very active child. Yes. So, talk to me about your tradition, Cecily. You were telling me something about St. Nicholas Day yesterday. Oh, yes. Well, St. Nicholas goes and visits people on December 6th, which is his feast day. And December 5th, you set out your shoes, or I guess some people use stockings. I'm really not clear on... Apparently Germans do it too, which I hadn't realized. Because when I shared stuff about St. Nicholas on Facebook, there were all these classmates of mine that I had no idea grew up with St. Nicholas. 
and it's like you're i i think you're methodist i have no idea <laughs> why you you do this that's cool but so you put out footwear of some sort and in the morning there's presents in it <laughs> and like an orange, patrick right? was eh, okay with with santa claus santa claus wasn't a huge deal but I told Brian to caution his parents that there there really shouldn't be any nudge, nudge, wink, wink about St. Nicholas because Patrick would figure it out. And Patrick was that was the that was the big thing was that there's absolutely a fourth century African bishop flying around putting things in kids shoes. <laughs> so that's actually still. St. Nicholas Day is huge. I remember one year Patrick grabbing his sister's shoes to put them next to his and then coming out several times to tell us that we had to go to bed because, you know, if we didn't go to bed, St. Nicholas couldn't come. So we really needed to go to bed. Aww. It's like, yeah, the, the morning doesn't come any faster because we're in bed. Yeah, also, but you need to go to bed bed so that you know yeah I think that's but cool. of course you can't say that Yeah, like, yeah. Well, we we can't be Saint Nicholas until you go to bed and stay there. See, we don't have that problem because we don't do Santa Claus. Yeah, she knows who Santa Claus is because I have a huge collection of Christmas movies. Now they're not like mainstream Christmas movies. They're all the old Rankin and Bass claymation movies. Oh, cool! I have all of them. And I have, like, Muppet Christmas Carol, and I have Christmas Carol with Patrick Stewart, and I have some other things. Uh, but mostly I have the Rankin and Bass. And I watch them, and I love watching them. And even if she asks me in May if, to watch Christmas movies, I will put it on, and I won't even ask. I won't even question it. Um, but we don't do Santa as a thing. She will get some stuff from her Oma and Opa from Santa, but we don't push it as a thing. You don't not get presents because you were bad. He's not watching you. We don't do Elf on the Shelf. So we don't do any of the surveillance stuff. I think that stuff is really, uh, ski. I, it's, it makes me very, very, very uncomfortable. I think is the simplest way to put it. Like, I do not agree with pe with the idea of people watching your children while they're sleeping. Or while they're awake when they can't see them kind of skeeves me out. So we don't we don't do that like at all. Oh my gosh, no. No. Yeah, we don't do up on the shelf. That's just that's just so weird. Um as a matter of fact, when uh Jason and I were still dating, I made him an elder on a shelf. It's a creepy little Cthulhu doll that sits on its own that I hand knitted. And I will find pictures and I will post it. But uh, he got Aww. that for Christmas for his workbench. 
And, um, yeah. So the entire Christmas season, I was moving it around his parents' house. He didn't even know it was there. It was just for fun to see if he would find it. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, he really liked that. It's, it's cute. I will, I have pictures I took of it. We don't do Elf on the Shelf. I think it's really creepy to have an old guy who watches your children when you're sleeping or when they're awake and they can't see him. I just, I don't, It it's not my thing. So she knows who Santa is and she knows the entire story, but we don't do Santa. Santa is a game. Santa mm. is fun. Santa's not real. <laughs> and... <laughs> We decided before we had Xandria that that was going to be a thing. That doesn't mean she doesn't get presents from Santa. That's that's a tradition we don't really have. Although we were at Silver Dollar City last year and we took her to get pictures of Santa, which she was excited about up until the point where she was near Santa. Oh. At which point she was no longer interested at all. And they were trying to force her. And I really hate when Santa when Santa's helpers try to force them. I'm just like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, no, that's weird. Like, she doesn't have to, it's fine. I'm. It's not going to ruin my holiday season if I don't have a picture of my child with Santa Claus. Yeah, we hadn't even planned on doing Santa with Patrick, I don't think. And then, um, he worked at AT&T and there was a lady who also worked there who had the absolute perfect mrs claus look she had the long white hair and her husband had the real santa claus beard and that was what they would do every year for christmas was they would dress up as mr and mrs claus and do pictures and candy canes and stuff with the call center employees kids and, oh, and it was cool. a fundraiser for like their fun committee or something. And that was awesome. So we did that with Patrick. And so that that kind of got the Santa thing going, but we never did like pictures with Santa after that. So it it wasn't that big a thing. And then this one year, this is why Santa turned into a big thing. Well, not like a big thing, because I mean, all he does is fill stockings. You yeah. know, he he doesn't deliver like stuff. He has like chocolate and nuts and oranges and that kind of That's thing. That's what I was going to ask you. I thought Saint I thought Saint Nicholas delivered oranges. That seems to be the only thing I know about Saint Nicholas is wooden shoes and oranges. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't know anything about wooden shoes and oranges, but he brings chocolate coins. Oh, I think I've heard of that, too. I think that's also a uh, Jewish thing to some degree, but I'm not sure. That would make sense with Hanukkah. Yeah, I think I think that may have something to do with the dreidel game, although I'm pretty sure that started out with actual money. Probably. I remember being taught that it was money when we were in elementary school, so. But there was this one year, I think B was three... She might have been four. I think she was three. SMTD did this thing where they used to do this awesome thing where they would have a bus completely covered in lights and they would park it at at different locations around Springfield and they would collect for Toys for Tots. 
And we had never seen the bus, but I'd heard the radio commercials for it every year. And so I just happened to go to Menards for something and I saw the Christmas bus there. And so I ran home and I got the kids and we ran to Dollar General and we, I think, blew the week's grocery budget on toys. And we ran back to Menards and it was so cool. It was covered in lights. They were playing Christmas carols. It was just, it was this whole big magical experience you know, like like you want your kids to have for Christmas. It was yeah. bright and beautiful and magical. And the bus driver gave them candy canes. And they got to deliver their presents for other kids. And that was awesome. And then on the way back to the car, B goes, I love that Santa Claus gave me a candy cane. There wasn't Santa Claus? And she said, yes. He was dressed up like a bus driver. He gave me a candy cane. And then I remembered the bus driver who was doing it. He wasn't like in a Santa costume or anything. He did happen to have a beard. Was it Dave? And he was so cool. I always it was loved like, him. Oh, you probably don't know. The you name know, of the he bus was drivers. he was in disguise. Clearly, right? You know, he was disguised as a bus driver, and I mean, that's something Saint Nicholas would have done. You know, you you could picture him going around in disguise to collect things for the unfortunate. So that was that was Santa. And then after he she would point out discreetly because uh, I got her to be discreet about it in public that those were actually weren't Santa because you could tell because the beard was different. And I told her those are people who are playing Santa. And and we nicely don't point out that they're not Santa because they want to pretend to be Santa. Yeah. So that's that's Santa. The next thing I had was family is more important than gifts. Like donating to people is more important than getting stuff. They say yeah. it's not it's not receiving stuff, it's giving stuff. But it's not even the, it's not the stuff at all it's spending time with your family like i remember when i was little on christmas eve we always went to great grandma pinkston's house and it was my grandpa's mom and we didn't i mean she handed out like i was great grandchild so we got like five bucks which was really cool and i always enjoyed that but it was getting to hang out with my cousins and my aunts and my uncles and my second and third cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff like that it was mm -hmm. I those are the those are the memories I really have from Christmas. I I don't remember the stuff I got like at all, really. I remember baking cookies one year with my grandma. I remember going to Raymond, Illinois every Christmas Eve. And, like, I remember being little and changing into my pajamas and falling asleep before we got home. Little. <laughs> but you don't remember the stuff. The only stuff I remember getting from Christmas was from that first Christmas I was with Jason. And also my really awesome fabric scissors I got last year. <laughs> <laughs> you never forget your first pair of high-quality fabric scissors. Yeah. I I don't think that getting stuff is all that important or 
your kids getting more stuff. Because like I said earlier, they're going to forget in 20 minutes anyway or go, ooh, a box. Let yes. Me, let me tell you, we have had so many Amazon orders in the last week. Xandria has three boxes in her bedroom. And one of them <laughs> is huge. Because we got a cat box. We, we got a litter box for Taco. And it's one that you can roll over onto its top. And you like tap the bottom. And then you roll it back over and it sifts the litter that way. So I don't have to scoop litter. Wow. We had one when we had Puka. But we got rid of everything that we had for Puka when Puka died. Because... It was it was hard on Jason and it was hard on me. Yeah, and just I think I've told you about that before. We just couldn't handle oh, dealing yeah. with it. So uh, because my grandma died the day before Puka did, and it was just it is too much. So uh, so she she has that box in her bedroom and it's like three feet high. I mean I'm not kidding. That box is huge. Wow. So the litter like, box isn't like that house huge. Size. Yeah. Oh yeah. She saw it and she goes. A house! <laughs> like, indeed. And then she dropped the cat into it. And I'm like, no. Oh, <laughs> You can't drop the cat in the box. But, like, you could give anybody up to the age of, like, eight a box for Christmas. And they would yes. have a blast with it. It's a box. They don't need... If I could find a big enough box, I Patrick would be thrilled with a box. Patrick could fit in this box. Yes. Or at least he could have, I think, part of it's caved in at this point. But it's a box. I don't care. It'll go to Recycle or the Burn Pile in Jerseyville at some point. It's... She wanted the box, and letting her play with the box is more important than dealing with the fight when I can just get it later. Yes. It's not going anywhere. It's a box. But I think spending time with your family is way more important than the gifts you get. Like, I try to build memories around holidays with Xandria because I know that her grandparents are in their 60s. They're in, like, their mid-60s. So they won't be around forever, and spending time with them is important to me because my grandparents raised me, and which is part of what made Puka dying so... the time when Puka died so hard was my grandpa passed yeah. away in 08, and then my grandma passed away in 18. Um... And I miss them a lot. Not usually around Christmas so much. It's just randomly. Like I've been thinking. Yeah. My birthday is tomorrow. And I've been thinking about them a lot. Because some of my best birthdays was when I was down living with them in Florida. And I just, I miss them. And I miss that time we had. And I have the memories now. But I kind of wish I had them. Yeah. So I want Xandria to have that. I want her to go fishing with her Opa and, you know, play ABC Mouse with her Oma and go for walks and go to the butcher shop, which they did this week while I was working. And she sent me a picture and it is adorable and I'll post it online. I haven't yet, but I will. <laughs> but I want her to have those things. And I want Christmas to be about memories, not about the stuff she got. Which is part of the yeah. reason why we I wanted to do this episode now because I get... It's before... Halloween. Why in the holy heck are we talking about Christmas? The thing is, it's not just Christmas. I mean... Yeah. It's not Halloween so much, but I wanted to talk about Halloween because it's coming up and it's my favorite holiday and it's Xandria's favorite holiday. I mean, what kid doesn't like candy? Um, Yes. And costumes. And costumes. Which I didn't make her one this year. 
just it's the first year since she was born I haven't made her a costume which I guess is saying something and I've thought about it and I might make her um some garb to wear but I don't know because it's a it's a lot of effort to hand to well it's not hand sewing but to sew stuff Mm-hmm. And I, but now that I'm not doing census work, I actually have some time, so I might be able to do that. And I haven't decided what I want to do yet. Um, but it's also like birthdays and Christmas and like baby showers. And there are so many holidays and you end up with so much stuff over the year. Valentine's Day and Mother's Day and Father's Day and Grandparents Day and Easter and Christmas and like. So many holidays, so much crap in our <laughs> lives and in our houses. You know, you get, you get so much crap, like, just everywhere in our houses. And I think there are better ways to do it. Yeah. So let's shift slightly away from Christmas, although this can include Christmas, too. Parties. Like, let's let's use birthday parties, for example. You'll see on Pinterest and sometimes on social media, like, these great big huge parties, and sometimes there'll be ads for places you can rent for your kids' parties where they will have <laughs> a ton of fun. Like Chuck E. Cheese, which isn't the thing anymore because they're out of oh, business. But, you know, like Chuck E. Cheese. Like, yeah, here we, we have Urban Fort. We and, have a friend who does that. And, like, Monkey Joe's. and But... I've seen the prices on those places. Like $200 for 10 kids might be more than that. I could be exaggerating. I'm probably exaggerating a little bit. But even at $100 for 10 kids, it's like, dude, really? For what? Pizza, some cake, and for them to run around like hellions? I don't need to pay $100 for that. (laughs) You stick them in my backyard for an hour. (laughs) Our parties have always been after church because that was when the bulk of their friends were in town because we have friends who travel here for church so if you do it on Sunday afternoon they're already here and my budget ultimately is probably close to 150 for 30 kids <laughs> yeah because yeah but it's like food. you you have it at church and And you have decorations, and B goes nuts with things to give her friends. And food is a lot of it. But it's for... I I can't imagine having to cut down friends to ten friends. Yeah. I mean, we don't have a lot of kid friends for Xandria. She just doesn't. Because we don't see a whole lot of people on a regular enough, like, schedule. She has some. But she's not, she doesn't have them like B, but she's not in classes yet for like dance or anything like that. And B's were smaller before she was in dance. Well, actually. Or no, because you have church, so probably not. Yeah, they've always been huge because we have church family. Yeah. We have tons of church family. Yeah, we don't have that because of our religion. We just don't have that. We will have, my nephew will be up here and they will have, hopefully they will get along and have fun. It's hard to know when there's two year difference between them. Yeah. But you know And they're mean... not five and seven, they're four and two. <laughs> yeah, when they when they're a little older. You don't you don't need to spend a ton of money. Our Halloween party, like I said, is going to be junk food, movies, and crafts. I've spent like a hundred dollars on crafts. But wow. I went a little insane. And I know I did. That's why I haven't <laughs> been back to Joanne's. 
because I will yeah. go more insane because sometimes I am renowned for retail therapy. Well, and that stuff that's fun to go insane with is stuff that you know they're really, really going to have so much fun with. I hope. Because now I'm like, oh my goodness, are they actually going to have fun with that? And I'm like, I'm sure they'll have fun with that. But oh, yeah. It'll be fine. But it's like, you don't need a lot. My favorite kinds of things when I was younger were movies and junk food. <laughs> it was like three bucks to rent a movie on Amazon for a day or two. Like, why? Have a sleepover. As long as yeah. there's more than one adult to handle things. Because if you have too many kids and one adult to be mutiny yeah i would really rather not be the person doing the sleepover i could manage it after i've slept for like a month <laughs> <laughs> right now i could not manage it but i'm just exhausted i mean because i've been working and i don't normally do that but i could i could handle a sleepover it would depend on who it was yeah and that does make a really big difference I could sleep over with B and Patrick here, for example. Yeah, Patrick will go to bed about 8 and stay yeah. there. B and Xandria won't. <laughs> Which probably isn't a great thing right now because the light in Xandria's room is shorted and we have to we have to chase the wiring and figure out what's going on with it and we haven't done it yet. Um, we could always just throw them out here in front of the TV with movies. Yes. And I could just go hide somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the living room is really my domain, but <laughs> I do have an office in the basement <laughs> that I'm just not utilizing right now. Mostly because I'm up here and mobility can be hard some days. Yeah. Right. You, you don't need a big party. You don't need to try to be Pinterest perfect because Pinterest perfect is only Pinterest perfect on Pinterest. Yes, and the kid is not going to care. No, they're not going to care. You're not doing it for them. You're doing it for you. Like, Xandria's first birthday party, I went all out. Because first child, first birthday party. But I knew she didn't care. It yes. was not for her that I was doing all of that. I did it for me. Vicariously through her. <laughs> and we usually go kind of nuts for her birthday. But it's in February. Everything is cold. You haven't been able to go outside in months. You're tired of winter. This is actually the first year we haven't done anything. And then right after that, COVID happened. Also, oh for her birthday, she had flu A and flu B. So it's not like we were doing anything anyway. That was her Christmas present from Mother Nature this year. <laughs> My version of her birthday present was I was also sick. <laughs> And like we said last time, you don't get, I don't get paid time off and I don't get sick leave. And if she's sick and I'm sick, I get to suck it up, pull up my gr big girl panties and keep doing it anyway. Yeah. Even when I would rather be dead. Because <laughs> it was, it was one heck of a flu. And I felt bad for her. I did not know the true meaning of glassy eyed until I saw that child running 104 degree fever for three days. Wow. Oh, it was bad. It was very, very, very bad. But she was okay. That's good. Yeah. So we didn't have a party this year, but every other year we've had something pretty big. I don't know if we're doing anything next year or not. It's too far out for me to consider right now. I got Halloween and Christmas first. And her birthday's really close to Christmas, which is also why we try to do less stuff. 
Yeah, that's another we reason we celebrate Patrick's homecoming instead of birthday. Oh, yeah, you should talk about that. Because I don't know anybody else who does that, and I think that's really neat. Well, it's just because when he was born... Well, it used to be when he was when he was littler, especially, someone would hear his birth date, which was Christmas, and would go, oh, that's a Christmas you'll never forget. And I was not going to get into it with absolutely every stranger, but no, it was a Christmas I would never remember because I was on Demerol from like one in the morning and I didn't actually wake up from the surgery that I remember until after four that afternoon and I didn't see a picture of him until the next day because they I guess they no one had printed out a picture yet or whatever well and I wasn't really awake enough to care most of Christmas but yeah. you know it just it wasn't really real well, I mean, I, I should also explain he was 28 weeks. And so I had to heal up before I could go see him and he couldn't come see me. And so I saw a picture of him like the next day, I think. And yeah, 28 week babies look kind of freaky. Yeah, I've seen, well, I've and, seen pictures of Patrick and B and I've had friends with micro preemies as well. Other yeah. So, but when he came home, that was the really big deal. Especially since he had been going to come home for like a couple weeks, maybe a month. It had been, oh, he might be home next week. Nope. We're not home next week. We aspirated something or other, you know, or we had an episode of some sort. Nope, not home this week. And when I texted everyone, hey, he is coming home Friday, the unanimous response was, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then he did finally come home. So, yeah, Christmas isn't that big a deal other than, you know, being Christmas. But, you know, March 23rd, that's when he was actually ours. So, that's cool. I remember when you went with it, when you went through it again with B. Because I met you after Patrick was born. Yes. He was two then, I think. Yeah. When I, when I really officially met you, like I met you before Patrick was born, but neither of us really remember much about it. Uh, we met through a mutual friend. I remember when B was born and you had to go through it all and she had a hole in her heart and it was, is that right? Was it a hole in her heart? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well okay, all babies are born with a heart murmur um that generally closes. She had an extra one that could have needed closing if it hadn't decided to close on its own. Okay. Basically. Children are so much fun. <laughs> Cause when I would try and explain to people that, well, actually she has a cardiologist too because she's got a heart murmur. Everyone would say, oh, I was born with a heart murmur. Everyone's born with a heart murmur. And everyone grows out, out of it. And I'm going, I, I don't think that's this. Because they're, they're pretty serious about it. Yeah. <laughs> and someone finally had to explain that, you know, both of those things are true. 
that you know she had a heart murmur and it was a big deal and that all babies are born with one that in in like 99% of cases closes it was that she had an extra one they never mentioned she's always it to been me. extra so i had no idea babies were born with heart murmurs i learn something new every day i'm right? guessing it's like some spot in the connective tissue that just hasn't fully grown like by the time they're born i guess she was the washing machine in NICU. Yeah, I heard about I remember hearing about that. I think having a coming home when you've had a micro preemie is kind of important because their birthdays are kind of weird. Like you said, they're they are very alien looking babies is what it is. They they yes. they look like aliens. Uh, which isn't to say that they're not cute. It's just not the kind of cute you expect. Well, oh. in in when the first time you see your baby, their ribs are like caving in every time they breathe out. Yeah, it's just like, oh my gosh, pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. But yes, it's always it's always very very happy when they are okay because micro preemies are very very risky, and it's. People think I'm brave for having her at home. I think you having to deal with what you dealt with is way, way more of a thing than me having a normal birth at home that was completely uncomplicated. <laughs> the only complication we had was that it was so uncomplicated. Yeah, see, that's that's completely weird to me because, well, I mean, Patrick was perfectly normal until he suddenly extremely wasn't, but... With B, it was like, yes, I have ultrasounds twice weekly now. Yeah. Apart from that, I'm supposed to be laying down. Yeah, that's And we could be any time from, like, 22 weeks. Or no, 21. Yeah, 21 was when they said, well, it could be any time, and there's really nothing we can do. But that's because the, the neonatologist that week was Dr. Eeyore, not Dr. <laughs> Tigger. Ah, uh. And we we don't really have a coming home party for her because we always knew she was coming home. Yeah. She was going to be coming home like as soon as she hit weight. <laughs> and I'm sure the nurses were looking forward to it. She was the one who was like, pulling yes, her wires please. out. Yes. She she managed to ruin every IV site and they they decided okay you know what we're we're just leaving that out yeah we were we were very very lucky but it was also very 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 normal but i think coming home parties are really good i had a friend who had like a micro preemie and it was four months before she got home i think wow it was a very very long time and at some point in the future, we will discuss, like, our birth stories, because, like I said, mine is really, really normal. Well, wait, what should be normal, and then yours was very high risk. The opposite of normal. Yeah. Yeah. But that way we cover the gambit, because I never had a hospital birth. I had her, and then I went to sleep in my own bed. <laughs> Which is nice. Let's talk about gifts and experiences over things. We've talked about trying to make traditions more important than gifts and making giving like a really big thing 
less so than receiving, which I think is important. Mm -hmm. But as moms, we realize that we have grandparents, our parents, and sometimes our siblings who refuse to, like, not buy our kids things. And... (laughs) I always try to ask for experiences. I don't care if the experiences are. I'm taking you to the park for a day. It's not usually what we get, but I would be okay with that because I think building memories is way more important. Um, Me and you were talking about it. Zoo passes, museum passes, um, children's museum passes, especially if, like, you've got a children's museum like we do here in St. Louis. It's called the... uh, magic house and it is huge and it is awesome but it's also very expensive and usually around thanksgiving they have a really big like 50 percent off membership sale and my mother-in-law would pick up like a year or two membership for us that way and then we could there's a there's Hmm? a kidsium downtown now oh is there i should look into that you should yeah we haven't, because I'm immune compromised now, we haven't been going a whole lot of anywhere before COVID hit. I recommend getting passes. Like, there's a play cafe that has, like, amazing teas and, like, really organic foods. And it's inside and it's gated so you can let the kids run loose and it's really, really neat down here that I really enjoy. And I would love to get, like, a yearly pass to Urban Fort, which is what it's called. Assuming they survive COVID, and I'm a little worried, but maybe they will. But, like, places like that would be good. Just having, you know, this certificate good for one sleepover at Oma's house. Yes. Experiences, man. Trying to think what other type of experiences. Um, I'd say even, like, gift cards for a Disney trip to help you save up for a Disney trip. Stuff like that could be useful. We were talking about, like, Netflix subscriptions for a year. Disney Plus mm-hmm. subscriptions for a year, especially if you've got, like, little girls who are into princesses. Oh, my God. Or a boy who's super into Star Wars. <coughs> my husband. Or anything Marvel. Because Marvel. everything Marvel is on Disney Plus, too. Yeah. If you could get them to chip in for your Amazon, then you have all the Amazon shows, which means you've got, like... Daniel Tiger and Clifford and some of the older Sesame Street and I'm sure other things Mr. that I Rogers. don't watch. Mr. Rogers, yes. Actually, I do watch Mr. Rogers. Yep. Curiosity Stream, which is great for homeschooling. Oh, yes. I've been meaning to do that. Yeah. I look into it every once in a while. I've never actually pulled the trigger on that one. Uh, YouTube Red. If you use YouTube a lot for schooling to avoid all of the ads that are like embedded absolutely everywhere yes um i i know i asked my mother-in-law for a year subscription to abc mouse which is the homeschooling curriculum that we use you could insert whatever homeschooling curriculum you use or maybe if they absolutely have to give you stuff stuff that you can use towards your homeschooling although we don't use a whole lot that we don't already have on hand because i don't buy things special for that and it's the only screen time yeah. she gets because a hill I decided to die on was absolutely no electronic toys and she has very little screen time. That child does not own a toy with a battery in it. I decided to die on that hill and I am dying on that hill. That is the one thing. No <laughs> electronic toys. Nothing that talks. 
Now she's got a keyboard downstairs. She has a Casio like piano keyboard, and that's different. Yeah, actual keyboard. And my sister said once she goes, "Every mom's kid should have something that's loud and annoying." I'm like, my child has Whoa. a slide whistle. Yeah. You want to talk about loud and annoying? That's yeah. That's that's loud and annoying. We have a slide whistle. <laughs> and I am completely okay with her having and playing a slide whistle. But do not give her electronic toys that make noise. Because I remember when we were little, we had a Barney doll in the closet that would talk to itself. And I just... Oh, no. <laughs> no. Never. No, no. Things should not talk to themselves. No. That's where everybody has a story about that one toy that was like haywire and no and here's what i do before we had xandria i talked to my dad and i and we talked to my in-laws my husband it doesn't usually come up to springfield as you know he i don't think he's been Mm -hmm. up to springfield in like three years i come up all the time but he's got stuff he would rather be doing which is fair enough but we took them aside and we were like okay here's the thing we are trying to give Xandria higher quality toys and we do not want her to have anything with batteries in it because we want to cultivate her imagination and it's hard to do that with toys that talk to you. Yes. That's why they lose their appeal quickly. Yes, that is why they lose their appeal quickly. All the toys that she's really attached to, well, I mean, she doesn't have any with batteries. They're all things that like cultivate imagination more or less or they're dolls because she's a girl. And... There's nothing wrong with boys liking dolls, but she likes being a mom to her dolls and to the cat. <laughs> and I told them, much like I was with the um, nurse at with the lead poisoning, I was very, very blunt with them. If you give us electronic toys, I'm not even going to return them for the money. I'm taking them straight to Goodwill. That's how I, how much I do not want people wasting their money on these things. I won't even take the money back. I just send it to Goodwill. I've only had to do that like twice. That's good. Yeah. It's the hill I decided I'm dying on. And I'm still dying on it. Her using the iPad for ABC Mouse has only happened in the last two months. And that's something useful. Yes. In general, she is not allowed to play with the computer. She's not allowed to play with your phone. She's not allowed to touch the iPad. She is the kind of kid who you could leave your phone on the table and she will show no interest in it because she doesn't play with one. She doesn't play games on a phone. She will occasionally watch mom and dad play games on a phone, but she, does, but she doesn't do it because we don't let her have the phones. She cannot, she cannot change the show that she is watching on the TV without help. <laughs> now this kid's not stupid I don't know why she hasn't been able to figure this out yet but she has to have help to change it so her screen time is limited to either if she's watching a movie then Disney just turns off afterwards if she's watching a show after like two hours or something I'm not sure it seems to depend on the day <laughs> how long Disney will oh. run it can run like three hours and then when it stops it stops and then she either has to come get us which that doesn't happen all that often. Or she just doesn't get any more. Which does happen pretty often. <laughs> but yeah, so we do not do electronic toys like at all. Ever. And I don't think it's a bad idea to ask for yearly subscriptions to things. Or just a gift card. Yes. 
I mean, especially if you're trying to pay off debt, it's a good way for them to give you something that you can use. And then you can take Mm -hmm. that money and apply it somewhere else. Because we all have like 15 subscriptions to different things that, because we don't have cable. And we think we're saving money, even if we're not saving money because we don't have cable. And the more subscription services there, there are, the less money we're saving. Yeah. If, if you, uh, have people who absolutely have to give you things and won't do any of the suggestions that we've had. Amazon wish lists are a thing. All of this stuff I would like Xandria to have for Christmas is on an Amazon wish list that I update to at least twice a year before Christmas and again before her birthday. And and I add stuff throughout the year depending on what I'm doing. And then people know. I always make lists of what they would love books on. Yeah. It's like, well, can you please give Patrick books on quantum physics? Thank you. Most of her Amazon wish list is books. <laughs> Most of it is books. Actually, I had a friend send her a copy of um, Charlotte's Web. Oh. I've never read Charlotte's Web. <gasps> oh, you poor thing. I remember the movie from like the 80s or 90s, the cartoon movie. I don't know how old that thing is. I didn't know there was a movie. Very, very old animated movie. Um, So, I know the story of Charlotte's Whip. I've never read it. I'm actually not sure where the book is right now. It's probably on a bookshelf and I'm not, I just don't see it. Right now, her Amazon list, wish list is populated with books on not making. I kid you not, this child sets tripwires in this house. And I'd like wow. her to be able to do something slightly more uh, useful with her knots. She is, in the last few months, she's gotten really into knot making. So, um, I and I mean, she's just doing it randomly with pieces of trim that I make for medieval clothing. She's just run off with them and, and use them <laughs> to tie different things together, including the cat, which I had to, I had to stop pretty quickly. <laughs> um, so it's like, not the cats to things yeah. and things to the cat. Yeah, let's not do that. Hmm? Uh, so it's that, and there's you some the toys. You're the patientest cat. Yeah, poor, poor Taco is very, very patient with this four-year-old. Books on not making. It's some learning toys. I think I have some, like, crayons, some twistable crayons on there. Coloring books. Maze books, apparently. Oma was telling me she is super into mazes. So I have just books of mazes. Cool. Tons and tons of books on mazes. They're just kids' <gasps> activity books. Ooh. If she likes mazes, she might like making her own with craft paper. Oh, maybe. I'm I made so many bookshelf. floor plans with craft paper when I was little. You know what I made floor plans with? What? Legos. Oh, yes. Because I used to want to be an architect and I would make floor plans out of Legos. Could never really build a house out of Legos. I was never very good at that, but I could build you a floor plan to beat all. <laughs> floor plans are so much fun. Oh, they're so fun. We have graph paper. I'd have I try. I'm looking at the bookshelf to see if I can. I don't see any, but it's there. I know it is. But I love Amazon wish list books. Books are big. So another thing I wanted to talk about since. I just mentioned books, and we were just talking about them. In lieu of cards, 
my favorite thing, and I did this for our baby shower, and I love it, and it worked so well. So specifically for our baby shower, I asked for people in lieu of cards to give us their favorite children's book and write a note in it instead of cards. I think that's a wonderful idea. I think we need to replace cards with, like, gifting somebody a book you either think they would like or think they should read. Because cards are so useless. What in the world do you do with them after you've got them? Like, you feel bad gift throwing tags. them away. What'd you say? I cut them up and make gift tags. Yeah, I have, uh, like, use it, giving them to the kids used for art supplies. Mm-hmm. Usually we just throw them away here, but you should try to use them for something, but I really don't. I appreciate getting cards. I like getting cards. I just never know what to do with them after I have them. Because it's like, it's not worth filing in the filing cabinet, but I feel <laughs> bad getting rid of it. And it just adds well, to the Well, the ones with really pretty stuff. pictures, you know, you could cut out like the centerpiece cardinal in a pine kind of thing. And then it's like a really cool one-of-a-kind gift tag thing to put on a gift. That's that is fun. an awesome idea. I never thought of that. Higher quality items, why are they better? They are better because they last they longer. Last. Yeah. And you know what they're made out of usually. Like when we were getting her wooden blocks, I got her wooden blocks that were specifically okay to be chewed on. They are small children. They put things in their mouths. You should prepare accordingly. Yes. They're going to chew on them. You want to make sure that they're cup that the dyer paint they use is okay for them to chew on. Because if they're coming out of China or anywhere else, they could have lead paint on them sometimes, and you just want to make sure. Yeah. Having said that, I wouldn't go by, like, a Prop 65 warning, because even Disneyland has a Prop 65 warning on it. <laughs> I'm serious, it does. It, there, there's, like, a notice outside that... Disneyland is constructed with materials that are known to cause cancer in the state of California. It is the stupidest thing ever. Well, hey, as long as you don't live in California. That was what my dad always joked yeah. about. It's a good thing we don't live in California. Yeah. Once Disneyland has a Prop 65 warning, it's really meaningless. But you can usually figure out where things are made and what they're made out of. It doesn't... Yeah. I try to find stuff that's made in the U.S., when I can. I can't always. And I don't stress over it terribly much. But I look for the higher quality things. The things that are made out of locally sourced wood. And by local I just mean in the U.S. Yeah. I'm I'm not that crunchy. I'm just, I'm not that crunchy. I don't have the kind of budget to be super crunchy. And just buy things that are only made here in St. Louis. I just, I can't afford to. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, another thing you can do instead of cards. And I should have mentioned this earlier, but apparently I didn't put it in my notes. Um, Every year for Christmas, I make ornaments and I give them away. So I don't do Christmas cards. That's I, a good idea. I make ornaments. I'm, I do something different every year. I try something new. And some years have been more successful than other years. It's part of my tradition because they're baking over the Thanksgiving weekend. And since I can't do a lot of baking and I can't eat any of the food, I sit there with uh, 
materials to make ornaments, and I make ornaments. Cool. I also tuck them away in our... We sell drinking horns, which are buffalo horns that you drink, like, whatever your preferred beverage is out of. And when we sell horns in the winter for the Christmas season, I always tuck ornaments in there. That's cool. And, like, because we're not Christian. Like, you guys are Orthodox, but we're not Christian. Um, They're never, like, religious-themed. They're just ornaments. Just pretty things. Just Christmassy things. Like, I made uh, bead and ribbon trees one year. I made... Clo- I made clothespins, snowflakes another year. Last year, I was working on plaster of Paris ornaments, but I never finished them. That also happens quite often, to be honest. I just don't finish things. <laughs> Start with the best intentions and end up with a whole lot of cra- crafting supplies. I think that's just a crafter's problem. Yeah. Yeah. It explains half of my yarn. N- Three quarters of your yarn just comes out of my stash when I de-stash my yarn. <laughs> Here's Cecily. Have yeah. my yarn. Yeah. I'm I making Bee's Easter dress this year because I found a remnant of really, really bright, like, not fuchsia, but almost fuchsia mm-hmm. pink fabric that has silver curly cues all over it. And oh, it's simple. like... Yeah, I I have to use that for something. I think we may be good. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave people with to think about for Christmas, holidays, and whatnot? Hmm. One of the things that's good about making gifts, especially for kids, is that what you make is probably going to be worth more than whatever your gifting budget is. That is definitely true. And it's also one of a kind. Cause yeah. Like I made Xandria a doll with blue hair. And you will never find another doll like that. Because I oh, made no. it. Like B has a uh, stuffed muntjac deer. The deer that have the little fangs. Mm-hmm. Because I found a stuffed reindeer. It's the cutest thing. And it's like a foot tall. <laughs> and it was on sale after Christmas for two bucks. And it's like a $2 stuffed animal. That's really hard to pass up. And then she fell in love with the deer that have fangs. And it was like, aha, I have a stuffed deer. Little white felt fangs. Oh my gosh, I'm a hero. Right. So that's that's something I like to do for all of their friends' birthdays is ask the parents, so, you know, are there any marine invertebrates in particular that they're really fond of? Because <laughs> octopi, squids, cuttlefish, starfish, jellyfish, sea slugs are ridiculously easy to crochet. Probably would be ridiculously ri- ridiculously easy to make out of random bits of fleece and then you have a gift that looks like way more money than you have yeah I'm very big on making stuff for Christmas I haven't been able to do it the last couple of years because I really really have to start in May it sounds stupid but when you're making stuff by hand it just takes a very very long time to do so I have to start really early 
and like I couldn't start now and get anything done. I might make Xandria something, but I don't know. Since I've been working, I don't have the energy to even still to even think about it. Maybe I'll think about it this weekend, and maybe I'll make her a Halloween costume. It would feel weird not making her one because I've done that. We don't. I do not buy cheap Halloween costumes, and I know you don't either. Every year this child has done. Yeah, they won't last. Yeah, no, they don't last. I I crocheted her an entire Rob Princess Robin Hood outfit last year, and I made her a felt hat. Aww. The year before that, I crocheted her a princess dress. I mean, the bottom was tulle, but it was just tulle strips that were pulled through, but the I made the bodice for it. Um, trying to think what I did the year before. The year before that, she was an Ewok. Oh, those are fun. She has her own staff that her daddy made her out of a dowel and a piece of a gun stock that he shaped an arrow, a spearhead out of. Oh, cool. And then the year before that, she was the doctor from Doctor Who and a peacock. She had two outfits because one was for a convention. So I have made her, I mean, the Doctor Who was partially stuff that I put together. Because my thing is, if you're going to have to buy a Halloween costume, you buy things that you would wear on their own. And you compile it into a costume and then you break it back up into individual pieces most of the rest of the year. Yeah. I always start out with a list of who wants to be what that I can start from, you know, X color tank top from Salvation Army kind of stuff. Yes. I I've done that before. I like doing I like making my costumes that way. I like making my cosplays that way. I think the only dedicate I have a dedicated like TARDIS from Doctor Who kimono. And I have a dedicated Victorian dress that I wear as a TARDIS dress, but it doesn't look like a TARDIS. It's a blue Victorian um, hoop skirt dress. Wow. That I dress up for a TARDIS. That was my 30th birthday present, was that dress. And it's not like the highest of high end, but it is a gorgeous dress that I really enjoy wearing. (laughs) We were making one by hand, but then my mother-in-law realized that it was like a mile of pleating and gave up. (laughs) I do not blame this woman. No, no. I don't pleat. I think uh, my summation is just that building memories is just so much more important. And we often neglect that. Like the longer term type of memories that are actually enjoyable for everybody in lieu of Mm. the five second Santa pick that took 10 minutes and you screaming at your kids to get. Yeah. I don't think anybody here. Now, I know neither of us would and probably anybody listening isn't the kind of person who does that. But when you're watching your kid be really upset. About having to go sit on a stranger's lap. Which, if they're not upset, you might want to consider that uh, that's kind of weird. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to sit my small child on this elderly man's lap. I mean, you should try to think about it. baby in a stranger's arms and then step away. Yeah, see, I wouldn't do that. I I wouldn't step away. Yeah. That's always been my thing. When she was a baby, I took her to see Santa and I did not step away. 
Oh. Yeah, they're I not going like, to be stay. happy. They're babies. No. I'm like, I'll stay right here. It's fine. I do not mind yeah. being in this picture. I'm completely okay with this. I think building, like, the longer-term memories, just the... Even if you're like me and you had no... And you have no idea how to cream butter and you have to learn how to make sugar cookies while teaching your child to make sugar cookies and you mess it up twice... <laughs> Because, yeah, I did that because I've never made cookies from scratch before in my life. My husband does it, like, weekly, but I'd never done it before, and I'm paying wow. attention when Jason makes cookies because I can't eat them anyway. Why would I pay any attention? But, like, that memory for me means a lot, and the memory for her means a lot. And, yes, there there was the buying of stuff involved because I got her her own, like cookie making stuff that I found at Aldi's for like five bucks and it's like a miniature whisk and a miniature Aww. spatula and like a tiny little cookie sheet and but we made a thing out of it and I just thought it would be nice for her to have her size stuff because as somebody with tiny yeah. hands I completely understand what it's like to have things that are far too large for your hands <laughs> to use see all of my kitchen implements with that, I am Ray. I am Cecily. And this is the 80s I'm still Mom. Cecily. Yep. You are still Cecily. I am still Ray. <laughs> and this is the 80s Mom Podcast. You can find us on social media on Parlor and MeWe at 80smompodcast.com. We are on YouTube and Library under the same username. And you can email us at show at 80smompodcast.com to send us questions, comments, letting us know what your favorite Christmas tradition is. That would be kind of cool. Please don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe. And please share us with other people because we think these conversations are important to have. And with that, we will see you next week. You all have a good evening. Bye, Cecily. <laughs> Bye, Cecily. <laughs> <laughs>